On today's Friday Fire, we talk about living in a reactive state rather than being proactive. And if you are somebody who is really struggling with achieving your goals, we kind of challenge you to th- today to think about what are you doing to be intentional with your time and execute your plan. Make sure that you are taking time to set goals and intentions for each and every day, tasks that you want to accomplish, and then check those things off. Because the only way that you get to your long-term goal is by showing up and accomplishing these mini tasks day in and day out. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is full on summer and I am just like loving it. We've been really blessed yes. with the weather that we've had and... I'm just happy to be outside as much as I possibly can. So the only downside is that we have like the neighborhood gang of the children mm-hmm. that they have now migrated to like mainly our backyard mm-hmm. and there's like five or six of them and they just sprint around screaming. But I'm, <laughs> I usually feed Carson and then he's like, can my and Allie come in and eat dinner with me? Oh, yeah. And then I end up like going through all of the snacks that I bought for the week for the children because I give out like six different of fruit snacks or six different of like pretzels or I'm just like, I like having these. And then Carson doesn't want to come inside. Right. And so he finally gets inside at like eight o'clock at night yeah. and he's all wired up and I'm like, you need to go shower and go to bed. He's like, I don't want to go to bed. I know. I want dessert. I want, I want to stay up. <laughs> and I'm like, we talked about this. I said, if you played outside this long, you had to go get a shower and go immediately to bed. And it's just hard. I remember being a kid though. And like my rule was always come in when the street lights went on mm-hmm. um, or like if it was like getting dark and yeah. it's really light outside. Like Marcus got mad at me last night. I think it was like eight 30. We had finished dinner, cleaned up and I'm like, okay, let's go like read a book. We already had your bath. We already did a bunch of other stuff. And he's like, mom, it's light outside. We are not going to bed. And I was like, Okay, I understand it's still late outside, but it's also nearing bedtime. And so then he didn't go to bed till 9.30 yeah. because we went downstairs. I was like, I'm reading my book. You can watch. Actually, we're watching Ted, which I don't feel like is a child appropriate. <laughs> it's such a great movie, though. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like trying to read and I'm like looking at the like TV because there are so many funny parts of that. Uh, but yeah, they it's, it's tough because I mean, I remember being a kid. It's like you mm-hmm. can't get mad at him. And I'd rather him. You know, he's like barefoot running around yeah. outside. Yeah. Well, and I would rather them be home and me be able to control their snacks. We went to Matheson State Park and hiked. And as we were coming up on Sunday morning, he did so good. There are a ton of stairs. Like Aww. my butt was feeling it the next day. But we got probably to, I don't know, three quarters of the way through uh, the last set of stairs. And he's like, Mom, carry me. And I was like, okay, I can't even be mad at you because you're – Yes, not even four years old, and you've done this entire hike. But we got to the top, and there was a family there, and she's like, can he have one of these juice boxes? And they were like, the really just not uh. good ones. So we're like, sure, you know, ha, 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 like walking away. And I'm like, all right, Marcus, you had three sips of that. Give it to me. He's like, why can't I have this? It's so good. I was like, because it's straight sugar. And I had already promised him ice cream from this little shop that we found. I was like, we can go back to that place on the way home. You know, if you make it through your hike, there's a lot of bribing with the ice cream, but yeah, I just had to throw it in the garbage. So at least if they're at your house, you can give them the yes, better Yes, I do. I do. Yesterday, I took Carson to the new pediatrician because he's having a surgery next week for mm-hmm. his tonsils. And um, 
we had to get like a pre-op thing and we picked a new pediatrician because the old pediatrician sucked. Um, and she was like asking Carson all of these questions. She's like, what are your favorite foods? And he's like, mac and cheese. She's like, what are your favorite? What do you drink when you get thirsty? And he goes, lemonade and Sprite. I was like, this is not true. He barely ever, like <laughs> once every two months does he have Sprite. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <sighs> oh my gosh, children. That's Anyways, awesome. uh, we need to, we need to talk today around creating a better plan for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are new here, welcome to the food code. I'm Becca with Liz. Fridays are all fire. They are all mindset. They are tough love. They are the things that you need to hear that you don't want to hear. And then if you want to come back on Mondays and Wednesdays, we do a little bit more education, gut health, hormones, autoimmune conditions, anything female health. That is, We are functional practitioners. We work from a much more holistic-based point of view versus conventional. Um, and we try to bring truth. We try to bring education to layman's terms so that you can understand your body better. You can understand symptoms you're dealing with. Um, so that's what we do here on The Food Code. And I like to believe we're pretty good at it. You know, <laughs> I my favorite thing is like when people will say, oh, I introduced your podcast to my friend and they've been binging it ever yeah. since. Or someone's like, I've caught up on your podcast from since you've started in the past three months. Like, it's crazy. Makes me feel good. Makes yeah. me feel good. Well, we have 16 new podcast followers from Utica, Illinois. Some people that I met oh, while we were there having. You go. We were having. You said 16. Well, it was a. They were camping. There were 16 of them, and um, we were listening to the outdoor music and having this ice cream and whatever the kids were playing the Connect Four. And I don't know how we got started talking about stuff, but anyways, so she pulled it up. She goes, "Are you Liz? Or are you Becca?" And I was like, "I'm Liz." Um, she's like, "Hi, right, we're all." going to start following you they were super super nice they were camping at a different campground than we were but um anyway so thank you for sharing the food code we do have several people who are like oh my friend shared or somebody told me to follow you know you guys are uh, whatever so um thank you if that is you for sharing our message because there's a lot of bs information out there and i mean still it's flooring some of the things that we hear and we are only a very very tiny glimpse of what is going on in our world with health um and so you know i had posted a reel this past weekend from one of our previous episodes saying, you know, can you imagine if we did a podcast episode about, you know, what the doctors say and more and more, I think for me anyways, with some of my clients, especially GI doctors, it has gotten a lot better and maybe that's education for them to be able to talk to them. But uh, more and more of the things that we hear, it really is just flooring the lack of care. And so that's what we mainly want. Um, I know you just have that reel coming out soon about birth control. Like we want you to have conversations with whoever you're working with, your practitioners. I mean, I went back through a client's you know, blood work and she sent me um, her reactions to certain foods that she knew of. Like I had her make me a whole list, the spreadsheet and chart. And I'm like, this is histamine, which mm-hmm. we're going to do a podcast on. But I'm like, everything that we see on your MRT, your blood work, your physical reactions, this is all histamine related. And she had no idea even what histamine is. You know, No one has ever talked to her about these things it's pretty telltale in terms of, you know, how she reacts. So we just want you to have the support that you need. And unfortunately we don't see that a lot. So thank you again for sharing the food code or the poop queen or the hormone queen or fit mom life and our team, uh, with your family and friends. So today's topic is similar to one that we've done in the past, but Beck and I were actually having a personal conversation yesterday and we are both very type a, we like to get shit done. We like to check off lists. I don't know. People think that I'm crazy, but I like the 75 hard routine because it just gives me 
my list to check and I feel good with that. And so I was messaging her saying like, I'm kind of deciding and I'm talking to Vince. I'm going to maybe sign up with him or I'm going to start my phase two because that was my plan for June. This and this and this. And so of course I'm crazy and started my phase two. And now I'm not going to be doing that because I signed up with Vince and I'm going to be doing some other things to prepare for explant surgery. And a lot of that is going to be focused on calming down inflammation, but I still like the task list. And that's what we want to talk to you guys about today because if you are someone who's struggling, you're not getting to where you want to be. You're not seeing change in your life. How are you managing your time? Do you set goals and intentions for yourself every day? We have the win the day planner where we challenge you to write down what are your tasks that you need to get done and time block your day. Set aside, you know, hour by hour, we say give every hour a job what you are needing to get done or what you want to accomplish. And we would encourage this for work. We would encourage this for your family life. I encourage it for all. I just make lists for everything. Like I already have a list going, you know, for a birthday party that's coming up. What do I need to get here? This vacation. Okay, I still got to plan these things for July, right? What are you doing every day to get these critical tasks done? And a lot of times what we find is that people just kind of fly by the seat of their pant and then another week goes by or month goes by and they're like, yeah, I don't know really what I've been doing. Yep. Absolutely. So what we usually say to kind of start evaluating these things is first, you have to look at what you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to really sit down and take time, pen and paper. What do you want for your life? What do you want your life to look like? And how do you want to build on that? Because I think a lot of people think end goal, like a weight on the scale, or I want to fit into a certain size of clothes or fit back into my clothes or whatever it means. But they don't think beyond that. And they don't think, you know, beyond maybe the next few months, six months, whatever it might be. Liz and I have one-year goals. We have five-year goals. I have 10-year goals of what I want my life to look like. And then I back into that in terms of what I, what do I need to do? What are actionable steps that I need to do to get myself there? So for example, if we're talking personally, I currently know I'm dealing with like just based on testing and I, I knew something was off after I got sick last fall, but my hormone levels completely tanked. I, I don't know if it's more from stress or if it's more from like the after effects of being sick, but either way I, I was feeling it. Um, and so I'm doing a lot of kind of repair work right now on my body. Um, I know it's going to be a journey. I'm probably going to end up on HRT because of my life. And we'll talk a little bit more. We'll probably do another podcast on that, you know, in the near future around very stressed out females <laughs> that are type A, that exercise a lot and kind of uh, just the reality of what your body goes through and what your hormones end up at. Um, but Regardless. And so I'm already thinking, okay, once I resolve kind of the current state of my body, how am I going to get into a place that I can maintain that and not end up back here? What's that going to look like? In terms of professional, Liz and I both want more for ourselves and for the business, um, as I hope any business owner would want. But we know we don't want to be in Illinois. We know that we want to continue growing our business in different ways. And actionably, every day, what can we be doing to get there? And the hard things like, not micromanaging, like hiring different people to take on work that is hard for us to give up, you know, things like that. And so what I do then is look at on a daily basis what I need to do to get there. Because if I just hope for these things, it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to, nothing's going to happen because I'm going to keep thinking about them, but not doing anything to put into action. So I know for myself personally, I had to hire a coach. 
I knew probably what I could have done, but it would have taken me so much longer to get there because I wouldn't have had the accountability. Yeah. I would have not, like, as soon as something would have gone awry, I would have been like, nope, screw it. I'm going to go back to what I... <laughs> okay, okay. Just- let's just be totally transparent. We've done the flush together before with our <laughs> practitioners. It's completely different when you're doing it with yes. a coach or somebody that you are answering to than when you are just like, okay, I have this plan. I'm doing it on my own. Like, I told Vince transparently this morning. I'm like, one, I respond well to, you know, tough love, masculine coaching. Uh, but two... I know the knowledge and I have the information, but to actually follow through with it consistently and execute 110%, you need accountability and that's okay. And I think the highest achievers would all tell you they all have multiple coaches in their life. Maybe they have a business coach, they have a personal training coach, right? They have a nutrition coach or you know a practitioner they're working with because there's so many other things going on that to me, I don't want to put my mental energy into my own plan. Like I want someone from the outside to look in and say, okay, because Becca will look in and tell me things that, you know, all right, yeah, you need to calm down stress. Yeah, you, you know, don't need enough or yeah, you, you know, overtrain, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear that stuff. Most people don't. Let's be Mm. honest. She doesn't want to hear it, right? She didn't want to be told you need to stop CrossFit for a period of time. It's hard reality because those are things that you love to do. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's how some people's personality work. And so, that's a big reason why if you're somebody who's just winging it when you have no plan or maybe you have a plan and you're kind of half-assing it, then this is maybe a time where you need to figure out how are you going to get a strategy in place with accountability to actually follow through to get you to where you want to be. And yeah, it's going to require change. It's going to require you know a lot of hard work, effort, and intention. It's going to look different than maybe you know the last four, five, six months, however long it's been for you, because you're going to plan for your weekends differently, right? You are going to set your environment up a little bit differently. You're going to have different boundaries in place. And all of that is okay. We always say there's a reason for a season, right? If you're somebody who is wanting to accomplish a goal, whatever that is, it could be financial, it could be physical, it could be emotional, whatever that is, you want to accomplish a goal, you have to have a plan in place, and then you got to reverse engineer it and do the things every single day to get you to that finish line or to that destination. And then that destination, I mean, for us, I would say very confidently, our destination has, it's a moving target. Mm. I mean, there is no finish line here. It's just a moving target of, okay, level up, level up, level up, level up. And with every new level comes new devils, right? Like, okay, let's put this into terms for like Mario. My My son is obsessed with Mario Kart. Remember back when you played Mario? I played Mario after school with my friends forever. Mm -hmm. You got to new levels, it got harder and it got harder and it got harder. And then eventually you died enough that you had to start back over at the beginning. And so you got better though, because you went through the levels again and now you knew the tricks and now you knew where those mushrooms were. You knew where that extra life was. And so that only comes because practice. You kept showing up. You kept playing the game. We talked about this in another podcast. And so if you're somebody who's just continuing to quit, then you need to go back and you need to look at like, one, why am I quitting? Where did my time go? What is my why, my deep intrinsic why? And if I'm not able to follow through, for example, you said, you know, I want to lose weight, so I'm going to walk 10,000 steps every day for 90 days. And You would do it for a few days and then you would fall off and you would do it for a few days and you would fall off. Okay, then what do you need to do? Who do you need to recruit to help you do that consistently? Mm -hmm. Do you need to get a walking buddy so that now you have somebody else to be accountable to and actually show up in person? 
Do you need to get a coach, Mm -hmm. right? What do you need to do to actually put that plan in place? Otherwise, you're going to continue to live in what we call the reactive state. All of what we're talking about here is being proactive. Yep. And I think a big hard truth that a lot of people need to hear is that if you have been in the world of like dieting or exercise for a, a long period of time, like Liz and I have, you have to do way more and it's going to take way longer. For someone that comes to us that has been over consuming, not eating great, not really consistent with exercise, you guys, easy case usually, because all you have to do is start being consistent with things. But if you are someone that has consistently been eating pretty healthy most of your life, have you been, you've been exercising, maybe you've been overtraining for a period of time, you've been probably slightly under eating for a period of time, you are going to need so much more and it's going to go so much slower that you have to be prepared for that. Like I know where I want to be is not going to happen in the next month or two. I'm looking at little things that are changing. I'm looking, I'm, my scale has barely moved. My pictures haven't changed really a whole lot, but I know this is going to be a six to 12 month process for me to get to probably a place that I want to be because I have to essentially break down what I have caused and then build back up. It's going to be an up and down. That sucks, but that's the reality of it because your body adapts. I use the analogy just because I can't think of a better analogy, but think of like a beaten dog. It becomes way more sensitive to being beaten. And so when you diet chronically and when you exercise way too much, you are your body has become so sensitive to what you're doing that you need to basically give it a break. And then you can't dive back into exactly what you were doing because the dog's going to cower again. Like it's going to go straight back to that crap state way quicker. If someone that has in their past lost hor- lost their period or ended up with really low hormone levels because of overtraining, undereating, whatever it might be, your body is so much more sensitive to go back to that state so much quicker because of what you've done in the past. You don't get a clean slate. You don't get like your body remembers. That is why people that deal with problems tend to deal with those problems chronically. Mm-hmm. They get a little bit better, then they go back to it because they never look at their day-to-day and truly change their life. They think a program's going to fix it and then I can just go back to how I was. No, you have to literally change who you are. That's hard. That's really hard. That's something that I have battled with constantly. Like all I've ever known is overtraining to get to where I want in terms of my physique. That's not healthy. And so I know I have to basically rebuild who I am and what I know and what I think. Well, it'll be just like any other addiction. It's going to be a constant battle to have to stay out of <laughs> that place of overtraining. You know, like it's like somebody, if you really struggled with sweets, for example, right? And you're just surrounded by sweets all day long. It's going to be really hard for you. Maybe for a period of time, you're going to be able to do it. But at some point in time, the stress of having to constantly battle the thing that's right in front of your face is going to hit you a little bit too hard and you're going to cave. How many of you out there, I know that this has happened to me, whether it is, you know, wine or ice cream or cookies or, you know, whatever it is like, okay, I, I know that for the way that my personality is, there are certain things in my life that I need boundaries on. And there's times where in order to level up to the next level, you may need to have somebody hold you accountable and you need to be have somebody call you on your shit essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. So like now you have a coach in place that you've got to go and you got to answer to like, okay, no, that was the first thing that I said to Vince this morning. Okay. So no more CrossFit for a few months. Right. Or, you know, no more training for 
a few months in, in terms of the way that I like to train, which is not as intense as Becca, but I, I do, I like it. My body feels good with it. I crave the challenge and the push. And, you know, again, in certain seasons, there are things that you just have to do differently. And so at the end of the day, it's up to you to recognize what you need. Everybody in their gut knows what they need. They know if they need a push. They know if they need somebody to hold them accountable, uh, you know, a challenge to show up. And then for those of you who might say, well, like I keep saying I want to do these things, but then I don't ever do it. Pick up the phone, click the button on the website, schedule a call. Like you have to take action. And that only happens by one step at a time. Right. So if you like, I know that one of our clients, I'm totally blanking on her name right now, but I remember um, having a call with her and I, she signed up, I put her with you and she tells me all the time on Instagram, like, I love what I'm doing here. And I'm so thankful that I clicked the button. Like one of the podcast Mm -hmm. episodes we were talking about, and she's like, I just finally clicked the button after like six months, you know, and she's thriving. She's doing amazing. And sometimes that that's what you need to do. It's scary to press the button. Yeah. Maybe you might be like, okay, well this might cost me a little bit of money, but at the end of the day, what is the, the better thing? When Becca said to me, like, Liz, should I you know, do this coaching program, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Becca, the best investment is in yourself. Mm-hmm. This is what we know to be true every day. And it's just our personalities, whether or not it's a 75 hard program or it's hiring a coach or it's just committing to training for something. Cause we've both done that in the past. We like to have the list. We like to have the checklist. We, and all of this is a re is a proactive approach rather than being reactive. If we just wung it and just like woke up every day and thought like, huh, hope I get to the gym today. Hope my kids get their pants on. Hope things go well. Hope I get a new client. Like don't have to do anything. You're just like hoping for these things for you to happen, but you're not actually taking action. Guys, there's a reason then why you're stuck and you haven't achieved your goals. And that's a hard thing to hear. But at the end of the day, no matter what that goal is, it requires you to be very intentional and actionable, even when also things are not going in yeah. your favor. Especially when they aren't going in your favor. Yeah. Like I I plan so meticulously for my week. One, it gives me more time back in my week because mm-hmm. then I don't have to worry about everything, food and what I'm doing and all of that. Like I, it gives me so much more time. That's such a misconception. When you plan more, you get back time. People think, oh, planning takes so long. Prep, prepping food takes so long. No, you get time back because it's less time worrying and focusing on those things. The other piece is that you need to truly commit to it. Not I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do that. You've already failed. You've already given yourself an out. No, I'm committing to doing this. I told myself when I signed up for this because the when I texted Liz, I was already talking myself out of it. I was like, you know, Carson's doing private kindergarten. That's going to be expensive. Like, I don't know if I can really afford this. Yes, I can. It's called a credit card. It's called I pay, I, I pay a little bit more every month off of it. And I committed to investing in myself because also I ask clients to invest in themselves all the time. What kind of fraud would I be if I did not do it myself? And I haven't had a coach in this way in years. And I've done okay, but I was in a place where I was like, you know, I could maybe get myself out of this, but I know it's going to be a lot more effective if I just put it in someone else's hands. Like Liz said, I don't want to put the mental effort into it. I just want to be told what to do and put trust in that process because I know it'll work. Who knows how long it'll take? Honestly, I don't really care because either way, 
I'm working towards something. I'm learning about my body. I'm learning about other things that, you know, maybe I wouldn't have learned on myself because the person that I hired is a mentor within the program we're in. And so sure, I know a lot of the processes she's putting me through, but I love the way that she gives me information and all the different techniques. So I can use those too. It's a double investment for myself long-term. And so I knew when I gave into this, I was committing to it. There is no question. I have no concern the fact that it's summertime, that there's vacations, that there's events, that there's all of these things. Because honestly, this weekend we had a baptism and obviously, so we had lunch after the baptism and, you know, 18 different appetizers came out. Luckily, everyone got to order their own food, which was really nice. But then there were two different ice cream cakes. Fancy baptism. Oh, yeah. No, they, it's my, my brother and my sister-in-law. They bougie. Um, (laughs) So it was like, you know, just order whatever. So I ended up getting a salmon pesto salad because I was on a on a um, keto day for my plan. I was so grateful that I was following something because it wasn't even a question. Appetizers weren't even a temptation. Like, yeah, they looked okay. But I was like, no, they don't fit. They don't work. I don't even have to consider it. So when I'm in this plan, I don't even have to worry about those things. It's just a given. I don't consume them. Yep. And it, honestly, people think that that's hard. No, it is such a relief. Mm-hmm. because the rules are just made for me. I just have to follow them. And so think about it like that. Like when you have a plan, when you have intention every single day, it takes the load off of your shoulders. It doesn't add. If you want to think like that, then yeah, that's probably how you're going to feel. But how I look at it is like, one, I'm happier when I'm accomplishing things, when I'm constantly working towards something improvement wise, I'm just simply happier. Like during 75 hard, yeah, the days were hard, but I was just happier because every day I felt accomplished. I would go to bed and I was like, F yeah, I just crushed today. And if it wasn't the most perfect day, I was still like, okay, I got a lot done, even though it wasn't perfect. And so look at your life. Are you happy? And if you aren't, I have a feeling you aren't living with that intention every day. 